Welcome back, Fortitutors. Today's guest is the one and only Mr. Brian Estridge from local airwaves and national airwaves. We're grateful for your time, sir. We were friendly. We know each other. We love you. Right. You, you are well-loved. Thanks for being Welcome here. Welcome to the show. So you, I, you I call feel this, like we're being critiqued. He's uh, looking at us like no, we're such amateurs. This is amateurs. a professional <laughs> looking at I mean, a couple <laughs> podcasters thinking, what in the hell are these you, guys doing? You guys call this friendly? I mean, how <laughs> yeah. do you treat others? Yeah. I mean, you just, yeah. <laughs> I'm God. How many retakes did we do before yeah, we started right. this episode, Six Brian? so far, but I'm not counting. <laughs> so let's get into your bio really quickly. It'll take 30 minutes. No, I, mean, I know. I was going to say, I've heard you read bios before to try to run the audience off. This gentleman sitting across from us was born in some town called Kershaw in South Carolina. You never had a Kershaw knife? Is that where Sammy Kershaw's from? Yes, exactly. Doug Kershaw, Sammy Kershaw. The extensive research team at Fortitude has decided or just discovered that Kershaw is the home of about 2,000 people. Yes. It's a gold mining town originally. Right. But you don't know who Major General J.B. Kershaw was. Yeah, I do. Who who was he? He was the guy that said the town's named after. (laughs) He was the Civil War general, General. sir. Yes, Yes, exactly. I don't know if he's on on the the right side or the wrong side. We'll let that let the history take care of that. I was going to say define that, right? Yes, right. For another day. Well, uh, at the age of fourteen, Brian Estridge auditioned for the local newspaper. Is his Kershaw as well? Uh, no, I auditioned for a local radio station. Radio station. Yeah, same town. Same town, Kershaw. Right. When he walked in the interview, he was so good with the, the, the gift of gab that they offered him a job on the spot. Which, if you think about it, in a small town in South Carolina meant I could read. <laughs> AM or FM? Uh, AM. Okay, he, he was listenership. Hi- <laughs> he was um, hired to call. I don't know how many clicks will Fortitude have. <laughs> Five, well, including our moms. We have same. two moms, so that's at least two. Okay, same. So you were hired to call the local high school sports um, uh, opportunities. Sure, yeah, yeah, high school. That, yeah, I did high school sports. Yeah, my but, first game was a two A state oh, championship. That was your first game. Okay, I was yeah. going to get to that, but yeah, the two A South Carolina State Girls State Championship game, right? Right. Very cool. Did that, yeah. After that, uh, moving on along, you went to Appalachian State. Yep. I knew that you graduated. Who from did there. Appalachian State beat in football? Uh, Michigan, Thank I believe you. that was Jay, it. He knows yes. his How does he know that? Well, he's so smart. But you called the football and basketball games at Appalachian State, correct? For, yeah, for a time, a back time. in the 90s. Yeah. Then you were hired by Miami Red Hawks to do their games. Miami, Ohio, yeah. Then uh, Mr. Eric Hyman, the mm-hmm. AD of one TCU, mm-hmm. uh, found you in 1998. Fort Worth hi- resident Eric Hyman. Hired, hired you to come be the voice of the Frogs, which uh, you said yes or no? I did say yes. Okay, good, good. Had while. you been yes. here before? Had you been to Fort Worth? I'd, I'd not been to Fort Worth before until 1997. In uh, now I'll, get, I'll speed through this because I know you're looking at me with like get me. The, well, I mean, you know, you're burying the lead. In, in here, 2001, you're know? you hired by ESPN Radio. You joined Newey Scruggs and then Randy Galloway on the air right. for s- respective shows. Right. In 2009, you're you're currently sit WPAB hired you away to host the morning show with Mr. Hal J, also a friend All of the show. There, you're yes, yeah. yes. He like one of the shows you t- discussed heart attacks uh, symptoms and you saved a life. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What? Apparently, you discussed the symptoms of heart attacks on on air. Uh-huh. Somebody heard you having this discussion from really? their car, and they noticed these symptoms with their spouse. Oh yes, maybe so. I remember that now. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad I'm. Uh, yeah, thanks for jogging re- my memory about that. You know, you can thank our research team for that. <laughs> thank you for that. Okay. Um, so that happened. Yeah. Uh, he currently live in Colleyville. Right. And most importantly, the most important fact on the whole show is that you're married to an angel by name, I am. Dr. Becky Ringer. I am, yes. So, yes. And if she ever sobers up, I'm in trouble. <laughs> indeed, you should leave me. He's won numerous Texas Association Press Awards, Britain, Best in Texas, 13 times. That's a lot. Uh, play-by-play broadcaster for TCU football and men's basketball, among a few other college basketball games from sports, uh, Fox Sports Net, 
and Mountain West Networks. Um, he is the president of a company called Red Voice Productions, who broadcasts under the name of Game Day Radio more than a few college football games. And I think the name has changed to Bowl Day, and then it's currently changed <laughs> to its new name, First Team Radio. Which has changed again to Bowl Season Radio. Bowl Season Radio. Yes. Why so many changes? Oh, it's an agreement with ESPN that oh, we okay. have to change periodically. <laughs> yeah. 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 It makes perfect That's sense. new content on Google searches exactly. and keeps you high on it, the SEO it, letter. That is true. That right, is right. true. Thanks, Mark, for teaching me that. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons my, my co-host asked <laughs> if you owned a, or made mention of your fishing shirt, we did an intro for another show about right. the exorbitant amount of fishing shirts are being worn by males around Fort Worth. I know. And <laughs> a lot, so right? The first question was, do you own a fishing shirt? Yes. Okay, I thought so. The answer so. is I do. Yeah, I think I'm wearing it. <laughs> the second is, in the, our writer, one of our writers uh, yeah. thought this would be really funny, so if I asked, explain sports to me. <laughs> explain sports to yes. you? Yeah. Can you yeah. explain sports to us, please? <laughs> and, and don't say sport. Say, uh, you have to do it like Mitt Romney. Sport. Can you explain sport? <laughs> yeah. Indeed, yeah. indeed. You have to yeah. do it like that. Are you done with the intro? The intro is over, And that's sir. our show for today. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> We yeah, take it up all the time for yeah. fortitude. You see how close and smooth he gets on that mic? It, it, Let me ask this, though, Brian. Yeah. Does one need to be a former smoker or current smoker <laughs> to be good no, at this craft? not at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. I, I'm not. Okay. I, I'm neither. Oh yeah, it, uh, it is real. Truly, it is all 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 side. Everything yeah. aside, it is great to have you on the show. Oh, I'm glad to be. Your here. voice is known to many people, so right. having you in front of us, seeing your eyes and your face and, and your in your hair, yeah, it's just a privilege to lack be of, here. Lack of hair, and then you uh, realize that I have a face for radio. You do. Yeah, <laughs> Indeed, so it works. Right? Well, we're on video now, so I know like this. That. My, yeah. your, your yeah. big video break. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I noticed that too. I see the I see the little tally light that Jay has set up over there. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it's a little crooked, but he's got it. It's connected. Very good. Somehow. Very good. So I wasn't really wanted to ask you this, yeah. but this is more of a joke. But we know we know that your wife's a wonderful lady. How'd you sure. get her? How'd you convince her to marry you? Yeah, you know, honestly, it's a good story. Okay. You, got, you got thirty seconds. I know. Yeah, the I mean, story, do we have thirty seconds we, left? We do. Okay. Yes. Uh, the uh, so we uh, we actually went out in high school a few times, uh, and she didn't like me. She thought I was too fast. I don't know what that means, by the way. I'm going to look that up one day. Um, and so we we lost touch. And then about 10 or 12 years later, um, I was in New York. She had moved to New York City. She was working for the uh, Harlem Boys Choir Academy as their accompanist, mm-hmm. uh, playing the piano for them as they were traveling. And uh, a buddy of mine said, hey, uh, uh, Becky lives in New York City now. And I went, really? And so I called her up. And I left her a message, and she didn't respond. And then I called her again, and I actually got her on the phone, and we went to dinner. And kind of the rest is history. You know, so 12 years of not talking or seeing each other, and but 12 years later, she decided, hey, I'll give him a second chance, I guess. Very Why cool. didn't she respond that first time? Was that well, ever I, asked? You know, I, I, honestly, I don't know if she remembered who the hell I was. <laughs> For one thing, uh, that might have been it. I, I kind of have that effect on women. I know yeah. his voice, but who, yeah, what does he look like? Exactly. Who it's his telemarketer guy? now it, on exa- the phone. Right, like that. I know. Who's this asking me about my car insurance? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, so that's that That was it. And so we, we dated for a year and a half or so uh, long distance and then uh, married and been together since. Fine piece of work, sir. Thank you. 25 years. That's incredible. Congratulations. Yeah, 25 years. So what's wow. a day like on WBAP compared to what we've had for a day here? <laughs> yeah. I can see as the, well, there's the not set a design. Of wood for the WBAP, I'll tell you that. For one thing, there's there's not that. There's not two fridges, one filled chock full with alcohol no. and the other with not, just no, water. There's no, there's no, not even a fridge. You're no, giving away our company right. secrets, exactly. sir. Don't Sorry. Do yeah, don't do that. Uh, you know, it's it starts early, but uh, it's fun. You know, it's it's fast-paced. Uh, well, I'm actually doing a show from home now, so that, that, uh, that actually 
bought me an hour of sleep, which is awesome. Oh, nice. Uh, so 4.30-ish. 4.30? Yeah, yeah. Before Show that, it was, five. Before that it was 3.30-ish. Interesting. What time you go to bed? That's my problem. 10, 10.30. You watching yeah. sports constantly? I'm watching sport constantly, yes. Mm-hmm. Sport. Yeah, sorry. JW is texting me. Right. You know, <laughs> Woodford's don't open up until about that time. Exactly. We all know. He's, he's texting me, pushing me back every, you know, hey, by the way, can you come at 2.30? <laughs> now, when you're watching, when the sport thing, I, yeah. this is what kind of drew me a little bit fuzzy. When they, when I noticed that uh, Sports Center does the reel, right? And it's the same, it's just updates to the same kind sure. of news. When you're watching and doing that, are you saying, is this guy getting this story first? Should, like, are you looking for content ideas or you're looking more? No, no. I, How does that work? I wouldn't say that. I mean, you know, I, I think if I get the story once, if I see it once, I don't need to see it again. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when, when I'm prepping for the show, majority of that's online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm not pulling a lot. For, I'll be honest with you at, at night because you said, hey, what are you doing at, at up till 10 or 1030? You know, w- once the kids go to bed, you know, nine-ish or so, uh, Beck and I will usually try to kind of catch up on the day, maybe watch one TV show that we're watching, one episode of one. What is that right now? The Waltons. And, um, oh, is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's on Netflix? Uh, yeah, no. Is it a sports documentary? <laughs> it's not a sports documentary. It's not about Bill Walton. With John Boy? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, no. I tell you what we're, uh, yeah, that's a great question, though, because I, are you guys at that point now when we're, where when you see people your age or peers, the conversation will turn to something and go, hey, what do you watch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're at that point. And I've had friends who are all, hey, mm-hmm. man, I need, I need another show. My wife is on the last episode of Breaking Bad tonight. She's Ooh, gonna okay. watch it. I can't. I, I tapped out at yeah, like I, I three episodes. Too. Is that a I'm new show? It. I haven't heard of it. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it's like I can't deal with the, the the tension. Like I got enough in my life. I don't need more. So what are you watching, brother? So I recently watched that Paul McCartney, uh, Rick Rubin documentary okay. with Three Two One, where right. he's like going through and breaking it down. And then I've got this great new one called Tales from the Tour Bus, which is Mike Judge who did right. uh, like. Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. It's, I watch comedy and documentary. That's okay. it. That's like, okay. You know, nice, nice, nice. I'm not into heavy drama. See, and I, 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 like I got drama. that in my life with JW. With JW, yeah. We like drama. We, you know, we just finished Tehran. Have you seen that? I have not, no. It's on Apple TV. That's pretty good. What is nice. it? It's a story about a spy who works her way into uh, Iran. Oh, that's probably pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. I like stuff like that. Not to get in the middle of your guys' conversation, but I have a what did couple, you want to, well, are we off course already? That's no, okay. It's okay. That's all wow, we ever imagine do here. this show. If we can uh, move, digress a little bit off from right. uh, WBAP radio to yeah. play-by-play radio, which you've done so right. eloquently and wonderfully for so many years, what what is the best game? I think I might know the answer. What's the best game you ever broadcast? Well, no, that's the biggest. The, the biggest game and my best broadcast are probably different. What's the answer to both? Um, the, the biggest game would be the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that that win would be. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be it. You know, the best game that I may have done, oddly enough, may have been the NIT championship. Up in uh, Madison Square? Madison Square Garden. I was at both yeah. both events, and, and I and, heard and, your recording. Yeah, so. and so that, that would probably be it. But, I mean, you know, you know, some days you have good days. Some days you, you always – I go back and I listen to every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I do on Sundays. So Sundays, uh, I usually get up really early on Sunday mornings, work on Monday's radio show. Then I start listening to the game. Then we'll go to church, and I'll come back, and I'll finish the game, usually outside – uh, I'll have it playing outside while we're in the pool or working in the yard or jacking around. Oh, you do the is. same as we do. Force do you, our family to listen. Yeah. I do the same. <laughs> you know, I don't force my family to listen. Uh, they, they wouldn't. Uh, but uh, <laughs> That's when Becky goes to the Woodford. <laughs> exactly. She's in the Woodford. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's again. <laughs> right. Yeah. But no, so I, I think that I think it's important to go back and listen. Um, I do, too. Because if not, you don't get a good – your wife will be a good constructive – 
criticism for you. She'll give you a good constructive criticism. Wife's cri- yeah. constructive criticism. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. But but your friends won't. Yeah, your friends <laughs> won't though. Your friends will go, oh man, you're doing great. Yeah. Oh, you sound great. Yeah. You know, and you go back and you listen. Oh, that was crap. What kind of stuff do you try to pick up on to, to improve? Uh, just making sure I'm giving the right name, making sure I'm giving the right tackle. Am I giving you the yard? Uh, am I giving you the correct yardage? Am I giving you down a distance? Am I telling you time and score enough? You know, so there's all kinds of things that I kind of keep in my mind that, sure. are, that I'm checking off the list. And, and I can tell, you know, if I'm in a four minute sequence and I haven't heard the score, I'm like, what are you doing? Come on, dude. I, gotcha. You know, you should know better than that. So good to, good to know that. Yeah, you so I go back and listen to that. That's a lot of stuff to listen to too yeah, over the years. But yeah, yeah. I think you've uh, have you have you like perfected that craft over there? Like no. where you're getting that info? Like is it getting harder or easier to get that info? Oh no no no! I mean, my, g- gathering information is easy now. Oh yeah, uh, it's a, it's much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you're you're never you're always in chase. Uh, I'm always in chase of perfection. You know, I've never had the perfect game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Give us five can. things since that high school game that you called, one of those first ones, and now as far as those attributes go that you have, like that's make it exponentially easier for you. <laughs> you don't yeah, even I mean, need five, hey, just well, a I few. Mean, you go back to when I was 14 calling a two-way girls basketball game. There's a lot of changes. <laughs> one is accent. How, how did uh, that sound like, Brian? Uh, awful. I've got a copy of it. It's, I mean, I don't even know if I can do the accent anymore. <laughs> uh, but I, did, I also didn't know the players, the opponent players' names. Okay. Yeah. I would just call them by their numbers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't know that I gave the score as much. You know, there's all kinds of things. like Just fundamentally, you know, just blocking and tackling in, in broadcasting, I wasn't doing as a 14-year-old, but hopefully I'm doing now. Hopefully. Do people still do this uh, thing I, they used to do in college where they would watch the TV but then turn on the radio? Yes, still do. Surely. Yeah. Is it synced up or is there a delay? It can, can be. It depends. You know, with, with digital formats now, it's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually make a uh, thing called, uh, I think it's called Sports Sync. I think it's what it's called. It's a little box that you can right. you can install in your house. It'll sync it up for you. Yeah. But yeah, people, and, and you know, you'll see, uh, we, we don't see it as much anymore. Because of the delay, delay, but you used to see people in the stands with their headphones on listening while they were watching the game, you know, in the stand, you know, live and in person. So, so is that because that. radio does it better than TV and always has, Hell or yeah. vice versa? Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we it's, do, but, but think about it. We're more descriptive, you know. Yeah. It's my job to be your eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you've got television, Here's the other thing. A, a, a radio broadcast of a game is about the play-by-play guy. Not, not, and I don't mean that uh, uh, from an yeah, ego you standpoint. You're in your hand. Yeah, no, your no, arm, but, yeah. but what I'm saying is it's my job to give you the description of what's going on. Television has pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, that play-by-play guy doesn't have to tell you what's going on. You can see it. Television's about the analyst. Yep. You know, the analyst is giving you, why did that just happen? That makes sense. I'm t- I, on radio, I'm telling you what's happening. That's more important. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a big, it's a big, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've done ba- I've done uh, radio and television. I, TV's a lot easier. It's a lot easier because you me. don't have to put that much. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. I mean, the, description. the, the pictures do the talking. That's yeah. interesting to hear. Yeah. One of my favorite things truly is seeing somebody at the games, the TCU games listening on the radio, you know, they're listening to you. Yeah. I think that's really a, uh, a cool y- thing. Y- yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. And Hey, and it's uh, it means a lot to me when I see that. And I make a, po- I try to make a point when I see those folks thanking them. Yeah. That's awesome. Know, what was going, for, you speak about your best broadcast ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the worst experience you've ever had on a broadcast? Yeah, I mean, you know, knock on wood, and you guys have metal tables. The uh, uh, I, I think there's, I, I've been fortunate. I haven't had a total meltdown. You know, I spilled coffee on my pants at Northwestern and had to take them off one time. 
Okay. Uh, were you in playing the game? Were you playing that game? No. I was, yes. Were you playing in Evanston? I, I was. I was. Yes. Yeah. And Didn't I, you if, remember if, seeing him pantless at the bus stop? Exactly. I remember looking up in, this, in the in press and I saw this man with in his underwear. Exactly. You thought broadcasting? Yeah. Why is Harry Carey here? <laughs> That's what you're thinking now. Oh, we have some of those glasses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so yeah, I mean, I I've had stuff like that. I, you know, uh, I've uh, had power turned off. You know, things of that nature, but nothing that was. That you couldn't recover was that, from. Was that purposeful? The power oh, turned off. He was on the road. It's never at home. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know, probably. But you know, so but nothing that we didn't recover from. You know, I, I like to think. You know, there's a lot that I don't do very well, but I think there's one of the things that I try to be decent at is being flexible. And you know, if there is some sort of you know, if there is chaos around me, I can yeah. tend to kind of work my way through that. Do you want to ask this question, or do you want me to? Because I know this is. So the thing on everybody's mind is the Big 12 right now with all the mess. Do you have any thoughts you can share briefly on what's going to happen, uh, what you, what you yeah, know? I, I don't know that I know anything. I, know, right. I don't know that I know any different than you. What we read, what we see, news came down today You know about this scheduling alliance. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think there was anything to that until we start to see it more and more today. See, he's yeah. legally bound. Somebody yeah, told him. They gave pack, him the gag order yeah. before coming say, over. Say, just say Pac-12. We'll see if he winks at us. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, okay, uh, Pac- okay uh, I got, I got uh, you. You know, I, 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 would, I would think that there would be an opportunity potentially in the ACC. Mm-hmm. I think culturally TCU fits better in the ACC. Right. But I'm also about trying to save the Big 12 if we can. I mean, you know, let's, let's face it. I mean, you, you can't keep. Well, you can, but it's, it's hard to keep building rivalries. Yeah, no doubt. You know, at some point we need to play Baylor. You know, at some point we need to play Texas Tech. We need to play, you know, Oklahoma State, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Let's let's keep building those rivalries. And if we have to go out and add four more teams, let's do it. I'm ready to add four teams today. You know, let's go, let's go get them. Who, who do you add in your mind? It's easy. Central Florida and South Florida. Uh, BYU and Colorado State. Done. Yeah. Sounds because easy. Th- think about what I'm adding now. Because uh, you got to add to the top of your league, getting big markets. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I'm adding. I'm not. I'm not adding teams that are better athletically. I'm not adding schools that are better academically. But I am adding Tampa, Orlando, Salt Lake, and Denver for big markets, for hot markets. Don't give me Cincinnati. Don't give me Memphis. I've been there, done that. When, <laughs> when you were young, Brian, who did you aspire to be like? Who did you want to do? Be like in this? You would business? know him. Is it General, General Kershaw? No, no, you wouldn't know. No, you know, remember now, I grew up in South Carolina. So right. I've, only been, I've been here, what, 23 years? But uh, I grew up in South Carolina. I grew up listening to South Carolina Gamecocks. A guy by the name of Bob Fulton called the games. Okay. Big, deep, baritone voice. Older guy had been doing it for 30 Check. years. Check. Yeah. And uh, so if you, if you went back and listened to a Bob Fulton game, and then you listened to me, you'd probably hear a little bit. Okay. So it would be it would be him. Did you did you mimic him? Like did you get a Probably. mic and stuff? And like, oh yeah, when I was least... a kid, I would turn the, I would, I would the games would be on television. I'd turn the sound down and I would call the game. That's how you. That's how you got started. Would your folks listen? Or would oh yeah. Your yeah, I think yeah. they always. Knew. I think they knew that I would either be. Um, I think they. If you ask my folks, they would tell you that I would be. A, I have been one of three things. I would. I would have been an announcer. I would have been a politician, or I would have been a preacher. One of the three. Interesting. So, Astronaut wasn't in there like JW's have future. Have you seen my grades? Uh, <laughs> yeah, same problem. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I've so, seen yours, JW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's there. They, yeah. There we go. He's yeah. just staring at me. That's all he has to <laughs> exactly. see. Yeah. So aside from the marriage to the lovely Becky right. and your two children, right. what is the best day of your whole life? So take away my wedding day and take yes. away the birth of the two kids. Yes. The best day of my life. Is it 
If it's today, you can say that. Don't be embarrassed. But today could be if you want It to has be. been for it others. Could, it could be. <laughs> Most. Could be. You know, that's, that's a great – I try to and, – and this is going to sound corny. I try to have a really good day every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to smile. I try to joke. I try to have fun. I try to, you know, I, I try to go through the emotions every day. I mean, maybe that's a maybe that's a real corny answer, but I don't know that one is is. Um, I don't know that one is greater than the other. My daughter was baptized a month ago. That was a pretty big day. That was a real. It's a hard. It's a hard. It's intentionally day. hard question to answer, and people. Go yeah. around it and come back to fame like you just did all yeah. the time. Really? So, yeah, all the time. Yeah. But you know what? You're in like you're in a job where things change every day. Constantly. So it, it, it probably you almost have to have that to be successful. I would think. Yeah. Because people don't want to hear kind of the same. You have to come that with that new, open and objectiveness, right? right. To that. No, I think that. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah, I, I think that those are all, I mean, but it seems like, I'll be honest with you, I can't think of a day, a day, mm-hmm. where something good didn't happen to me. And believe me, I think about that a lot. I think about, you know, in your private time, your quiet time, I do think about how I do sit back and go, Dad Gummin, I'm pretty blessed, mm-hmm. you know, and why am why has this been good? Why has this been so good? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I this lucky? Because you do see, in, uh, you know, friends and family who suffer or who have gone through tough things in their lives. And and, and not to say that I haven't, mm-hmm. but it's just like, man, every day I get up and go, this it's all right. You it's know? a very good Jimmy Valvano answer. I like, I like, <laughs> well, I like kind of some yeah. of those thoughts you mentioned. But that's, no, that's seriously, I, I do. I think about that every day that why... Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you think about that when that coffee spilt on your pants that Yes. Day? You know why? Because I was sitting in the press box at Northwestern in Evanston. It was a beautiful sunny day. Cold? Uh, no, it was not cold. It was not a cold day. I was cold. Yeah, you were probably cold. But uh, J- JW's on the field. That I mean, so that made it a better day. Getting screamed at by exactly. Patterson, I'm, his I'm, coach. I'm calling, I'm calling a college football game, and, I, and, I, and I'm calling a team that, I, that I've grown to love in TCU, and on the other sideline, See, this is a story you didn't know. On the other sideline is is my favorite coach in the world and mentor in Randy Walker. Nice. Yep. Randy Walker, is, I'm just telling you, Randy Walker is in my top five of men all time. And to be able to be in that stadium on that day with my britches off, I don't care. To have him on the other sideline, I mean, that was – J.W., you don't know this. Um, I don't know that anybody knows this other than my wife. Game's over with. We won, didn't we? We lost. No, we lost. We lost. TCU lost, right. That's what made it more. Yeah, TCU loses. After the game, I kind of just kind of slow play things because I told the guys, hey, I'm st- I'm going to – Becky and I are going to stay in Chicago. So I can wash my pants. Yeah, so I can wash my <laughs> pants. So, um, But we, we actually stayed with Randy and Tammy Walker. Oh, nice. And so after the game, we're at a, we're at a, we're at a uh, post-game tailgate – with a bunch of their uh, assistant coaches and things of that nature. And I'm there in TCU garb and stuff like that. And then we go to his house, and he has all the coaches over. And, you know, and, and that, to me, kind of epitomizes what college football is all about. I mean, I, I you know, I really wanted TCU to win that day. I wanted GW, JW to make a tackle, please. <laughs> I mean, those, those, those two offensive linemen whose last name both ended with a vowel, those two big Polish guys, they were crushing it. Right. You know, uh, make a were tackle, they? please. Oh, yes. Yes, and and but but at the end of it, you know, we could all sit around and laugh and love and you know, 
Says and you, J.W. He's not thinking yeah, that right he, he now. He wasn't happy. They had Randy a linebacker Walker. by the name of Pat Fitzgerald, who's, who's now their who's coach. Who's actually pretty good, isn't he? Did I ever tell you my partner plays the pedal steel, by uh, the way? Uh, no, yes. but I can imagine. It's okay. a beautiful instrument. Right. Yeah, he's quite good. Crying so. in the night. For sure. some reason, I would guess he also runs a unicycle, but that's a totally different story, right? <laughs> well, you might have a company called Red Voice Productions, right. but your golden throat is, uh, is legendary around these parts. We're, we're grateful to have you on our show. Is that it? We love you, Brian. Am I done? We love you. I drove all done. this way. Is there any other craziness you want to oh, share? Like, I've got like 10 or 15 more stories to share. <laughs> we'll do it in the outtakes. This will be episode number two next week. Number two? The three-hour episode. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Thank all you, right. Brian, for joining us. See you, boys.